0: Open our eyes also, O Lord, to behold the light of your glory in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. Have you noticed who isn't there? If you've done unconscious bias training, you might. Unconscious bias training, if you've not done it, is where you get someone to come and tell you and bring to your consciousness what your prejudices and omissions are. Because one of the things that we do as human beings is fail to notice certain things or certain people, because we don't want to, they're not important to us, or they make us feel uncomfortable, or we think we're going to help them rather than have them as a part of us. In Manchester, so the bishop there tells me, They don't have meetings of their group, which is helping homeless people, unless homeless people are there to be part of it. Don't talk about us without us, is how many people put it. Whether they're homeless, or gay, or travelers, or immigrants, or black, or young, or any other group, which is on the outside of the attention of those with power struggling to be heard. Don't talk about us without us. So coming to Epiphany, have we noticed who isn't there? Epiphany is a Greek word which means revelation or unveiling. And today we commemorate how God is revealed in Jesus. And traditionally, Epiphany has three themes from scripture, the coming of the wise men, which we've just heard read to us, the baptism of Jesus, and the miracle of turning water into wine at the wedding in Cana. And each one of these reveals the presence of God in Jesus to those who are there, the wise men represent everyone beyond the people of Judea and therefore represent us and assure us that God is revealed in Jesus to us and to the whole world. The baptism of Jesus reveals to the Jewish people who had responded to the call of God through the ministry of John the Baptist, the divine sonship of the Messiah that they see in Jesus. And the miracle at Cana reveals the glory of God in Jesus to his disciples and to any of his family and friends who have eyes to see and understand. It's only this year, however, that I've noticed who's not there at the church's celebration of Epiphany. I was thinking about the way in which the three Epiphany themes relate to the revelation at the beginning of each of the Gospels. The wise men are the first people in Matthew's Gospel to find Jesus. The baptism of Jesus comes right at the beginning of Mark's Gospel. The miracle at Cana is the first of the seven signs in John's Gospel that reveal who Jesus is. Have you noticed who's not there? It is, of course, the shepherds from Luke's gospel and the great epiphany of the angels which reveal the birth of the Savior to a group of nomads outside Bethlehem who respond by going to see God born in a child in a manger. I'm sure there are good reasons why the church doesn't include the shepherds at the Feast of Epiphany. Perhaps when Christmas became a separate celebration of the Incarnation from the Epiphany, the church felt the shepherds had enough exposure already and didn't need any more. But I do think that it matters that we notice the shepherds too, because They were the unrespectable people in Judea. Just as the modern government of Israel today is trying to get the Bedouin, the nomads, the herders to leave their tents and settle down, just like the governments of many countries don't like travelers and nomads because they're on the edge of settled society, so Luke's shepherds represent those who don't fit into the norm. They are the ones who we don't notice aren't there. There's a wonderful bit of nonsense in the first book about Luke's gospel, which I ever bought, written over 40 years ago by a great evangelical Bible teacher. And he says that shepherds had a bad reputation and were a despised class of people. But, and I quote, there is no reason for thinking that Luke's shepherds were other than devout men. Else, why should God have given them such a privilege? When the whole point of the Christian gospel is that the privilege of salvation of meeting with Jesus is open to everyone and not just to devout people. It's by God's gift we are saved, not by going to church and doing good. There is no reason at all to suppose that Luke's shepherds were particularly devout. There's every reason to suppose that God Is generous to sinners as is revealed in the epiphany of Jesus. So whether you're a spiritual seeker like Matthew's wise men, a follower of the one God like Mark's crowds at Jesus baptism, a paid-up disciple of Jesus at John's wedding in Cana, or one of Luke's excluded and marginal shepherds. Whether you feel at home here, or you don't feel you fit in anywhere, the good news of Epiphany is that God looks for us and for all who are not there yet, and includes us in. God comes in Jesus for us God comes in Jesus to us, opens our eyes to see those who we haven't noticed, and change us as a result. A new year's resolution. I will look for those who are not there and respond with a generous love of God. Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace to his people on earth.